Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. I'm Brian McGuckin, a photographer, and I'm the host of the Thoughts on Photography podcast, which is part of the Improved Photography Network. On this episode today, I wanted to share a little bit about travel photography. The past few years, I've had the opportunity to work with Expedia, shooting many cities here in the U.S., as well as eight other countries spreading throughout Europe, Central America, and South America. I've learned a thing or two during my travels, especially last summer. I had 26 flights in 25 days. It was crazy, but I would totally do it all over again. With it being the beginning of the summer here in the United States, many people are preparing to travel, whether it be with their families or by themselves. Today, I wanted to take a few minutes and give you some tips on how to prepare for your trip. These are just a few things that I have found handy over the past few years to help make my time more productive and enjoyable. Tip number one is do your research. First thing, obviously, is figuring out where you want to go. If you're not sure where you want to go, head on over to improvephotography.com workshops. We have a list of a handful of free workshops that are just great ways to get together with other photographers and shoot, whether it's out in the West Coast, whether it's in Iceland, which is where my first trip was, or maybe it's even locally, maybe it's closer to you. But finding out where you want to go is one of the first places, obviously, or first things, obviously, to do. If you're traveling abroad, then make sure that you have your passport up to date. Also look into whether or not the country you're going to requires you to have a visa. One of the first things that I like to do after that is go to TripAdvisor. That's a great website for me as far as to kind of get ideas about the locations I'm going to be at, kind of scoping things out, finding out the good and the bad, just getting advice and opinions and tips from real people and not just their website. So TripAdvisor is something that I use all the time to kind of get some locations and ideas. Then I go to Google Maps and I kind of drop pins on where those locations are going to be. And that just helps me kind of to see if it's feasible to visit all those spots. Right in the middle of all those pins is where I try to find a place to sleep, whether it's staying in a hotel or a hostel or a bed and breakfast, or even couch surfing. If you're not familiar with that, you basically sleep on somebody's couch. Typically, or normally, it's free. It's not something I'm comfortable doing with all my camera gear, but it is one way that you can help make your trip more affordable. When I'm done with that, I screen capture, I save, and I print off everything. I like to have a digital copy of all my documents, and I tend to back those up in a Google Docs or Evernote, as well as a printed paper copy that I keep in a folder that goes in my day, my usually like my day bag that I carry with me. You also want to look into the appropriate chargers that you're going to need. Outlets are different in other countries around the world, so you need to make sure that you have the right chargers in order to get everything charged for your camera gear, your computers, whatever you need. Now, hotels may have them. Sometimes they have them that you can use for free. Sometimes you have to rent them, but it's just nice to have that ahead of time. Also, learn a few words of their language if you're going to another country. It never hurts to be able to ask, where's the bathroom? Or to say please or thank you or even hi. It just helps you jump into the culture a little bit quicker. This next piece of advice may sound a little bit weird, but buy a fake wallet. Get a wallet, a cheap one, you know, $2, put in a little bit of money, maybe some old IDs or some old pictures. So that way, if anybody approaches you and you are presented to the situation where you have to give them your money, you can give them your fake wallet. Or you can take your, the wallet out, toss it on the ground, and you can run away. 
Now, I know that sounds weird, but it was a tip I was told to, to use over and over, and it did make me feel more comfortable just having it. Be sure to research the types of scams to avoid. You may be asking, what kind of scams? Well, when you go to a touristy area, tourists get distracted very easily. Some people try to take advantage of that by scamming you. So just watch out for certain scams. When I went to Europe, I came across a, a book, a travel guide by Rick Steves. He has tons of great information for traveling into Europe. Uh, he'll give you shortcuts for lines, how to get to the Louvre through like some weird, crazy underground passage that helped me to avoid standing in the long line up above. Also, he kind of focuses on see the touristy things because you want to see them and then get out of town and experience the culture. Go get lost somewhere. But one of the most helpful things that I came across was finding out the different scams that were in some of the countries because then it allowed, it allowed me to sit back and watch it happen to other people instead of it happening to me. And many of the scams I actually did come across and see. So it was good and it was helpful for me to know ahead of time. One other thing you want to make sure you look into is what is the weather going to be like where you're going to be at. Pay attention to that time of year. Pay attention to what the weather is. If you're in the northern hemisphere, for example, it's the opposite season in the southern hemisphere. So if you're traveling down south, just make sure that you're prepared for that. Know what the weather's going to be like. Know what clothes you're going to need. Clothes that's made out of wick material dries really fast. It's great to have. Packing less is more. That's my tip number two. I know I kind of shoved a lot of other tips in there, but packing less is more. I go with one camera bag that acts like a backpack and one small size bag that can also be a day pack. I take all my clothes that I have, which isn't very much, and I wrap it around my lenses. But do be careful. One thing that you may be asked to do is to take your lens caps off of your cameras, um, of your camera lenses. Uh, during the security, going through the check through, that's something that they may ask you. Also, your tripod. I like to have my tripod carried inside my bag so that way it's not seen and then it doesn't become as much of a distraction. But just be ready to have to take that and check that with luggage. The gear that I tend to bring is very simple. I wish I had everything, but at the same time, I just can't do that. When I'm traveling, I only have so much time and I don't want to be checking in luggage. So for me, I have my tripod, which again fits into my camera bag. I have one camera body that has a dual battery pack. It just is more comfortable in my hands and plus it allows me to shoot longer through the day and not have to worry about switching batteries. I take my 16 to 35 lens, my 24 to 70 and my 70 to 200. And those three lenses pretty much get me all the shots that I need. I make sure that I have my chargers, I have my remotes and a bunch of memory cards. I tend to not use flash for the majority of my travel photography, so I typically don't bring it. Sometimes I have if I kind of plan something out ahead of time. I also like to bring my computer and an external hard drive for backing up, which I'll be talking more about that in my next episode of Photo Taco, where I'm going to share some more tips. The clothes, I'm a guy. I don't need a lot. I get one good pair of shoes. I have two zip-off pants that can act as shorts in the swimsuit if I need. I have three pairs of underwear, three pairs of socks, and three t-shirts, and they're all made of wick material, so that way they dry easily. I bring one toothbrush, one toothpaste, and deodorant. I don't need to impress anybody. I have a baseball cap that I wear all the time with me because I just like baseball caps. I don't like to worry about doing my hair or worry about the sun, or if I need to take a nap, it helps cover my eyes on the, on the airplane very easily. One thing you'll notice, though, is it's very much an American thing. People don't tend to wear baseball caps as much in other countries as we do here in America. 
I also bring sunglasses. If I'm going somewhere cold, I throw in one long sleeve under armor and then some wind jacket just to kind of help provide extra layers. I use my day bag to carry any of my documents, my snacks, my gum, and so forth. My last tip would be to download any apps and games for your phone or your device ahead of time. You don't want to be like me watching somebody play Candy Crush and then you become addicted to it. You're trying to download it on your phone and you have to wait days until you're at good internet for it to work. So download that stuff ahead of time. I like Candy Crush. I like Crosswords. Translator apps. There are tons of good travel apps out there. TripIt, Kayak, City Guides, and so forth. Well, that's about it for this first episode. There will be two more episodes, so please do come back to Photo Taco to check those out. If you want to know more about me, you can check me out on social media under my name, Brian McGuckin. You can visit my website, brianmcguckin.com, and hopefully you'll join me on the weekly podcast, Thoughts on Photography. So be sure to stay tuned for more travel tips on upcoming Photo Taco podcasts. Photo Taco! The views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a permission is reserved. Olay!